Paragimel Mishnah Yud Beis Shlosh Dvarim Rabbi Elazar Ben Azayah Matir the Chacham Oisven three things Rabbi Elazar Ben Azayah permitted and the Chachamim prohibit and these are they number one Parasai Yotza Beritzua Shabin Karneha so Rabbi Elazar's Parasai his ox would go out on Shabbos with a Ritzua strap tied between its horns into a Rosh Hashanah on Shabbos. I think Mara brings down that it wasn't his para. It wasn't his actual para. Uh, it was his neighbors. But because he didn't object or protest to what was happening, they call it, you know, Rebelazar's ox. However, a person's commanded from the Torah, that is, the animal should rest on Shabbos. It's forbidden for an animal to go out on Shabbos into a Shabbim, with carrying something on its back. Ella, so what did Rabbi Lezer rely on? Rabbi Lezer ben he permitted it. The par could go out with this ritzua, the strap between its horns. Also a little annoyed, because he held it's just being done for annoy, for, for beautification. Therefore, it's not a load, it's not carrying, it's just uh, a garment, and therefore it's permitted. Whereas the Chachamim, they prohibit it. Even the Sutsua, which is for annoy, for beauty. All the Paros are not accustomed to be going out with this strap on Shabbos. And therefore, granted, this one's doing it, but all the other ones are not. Therefore, the Chachamim deemed it a load, and they prohibit it. So that's number one. Number two, Umekardin Esabehema Biyomtov. Uh, it's permitted, Rebelazar permit, for one to legare, to comb the behemoth with a magredas, with an a iron comb. Sheshinea dakos, the teeth are very thin of the comb. Afapi, even though she a magredas, the one who combs this animal, sometimes will make a chabur, a blemish on the animal. Since it's davr she'ena miskav, it's not intended, Rebelazar permit it, whereas the chaman prohibit it, because the is making a blemish. Vishurakan esa palpalin, v'yomtif, the third item was that he permit uh, one to grind uh, pepper on yamtif berichaim shalahen with a miyuchadas l'shikas popolim with this like grinder those miyuchad for grinding pepper af apishin gedaz even though they're big and there's a big tircha nevertheless he permitted however the chamim did not permit it they prohibited einam atirim shikas popolim they forbid grinding up these peppers on yamtif unless the meducha katanas you use like a small uh, uh, mortar, mducha katana, shall even of stone, or shall eight, or or of wood. Only then it would be permitted. So here you have the three things that Rabbi permit and the prohibit. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, comes along with Rabbi Yehuda, one cannot comb this, his animal on Yamtif. Rabbi is making a blemish. Rabbi Yehuda holds, even though it's, un- it's unintended, it's prohibited. One cannot comb his animal with the magredas of barzel. The teeth, the iron teeth of the comb, it makes the chabura. Avel, however, says of Yudah, mekhartsifin. Begaridimosa, you could comb it, the magredas will eat, so it's a wooden comb. The teeth are very wide. There's no concern that a blemish will occur to the animal. The chacham say, one cannot be mekarated, nor can one be mekarated if his animal and yamtiv. Shegoyizim make a gzera, 
Bekirtsef Mishum Kiyurid. Shemiyatiyo, if we permit Lekartsef, there's a concern, Shemiyavu Lekarid, you come to be Makarid, the animal. And the Rabbim explains, Kiyurid, who has Saras Hazavuvim, it's removing the flies, Haktan, the small flies, Hanechaz, and they grab onto the thighs of the animal. Vehemenichim HaMakamis Petum, they leave, they are a blemish when you remove those flies. Kiyurid, who has Saras Hazavuvim, it's removing the big flies. Shein Paitzen HaMakam, Shein Eichzem, they don't make a blemish in the place where they are resting. So that's the difference between the two of them. And the Chalim, they forbid, uh, you can't do either or, because that if they permit Kirtzef, it's a concern one will come to do uh, Kirtzef. And the Lacha is, something which is not intended, is going to be permitted. Uh, however, with regard to the Ritzuah Sapara, the strap tied to the uh, to the ox's horns, and the shrikas people and the grinding of the pepper, they the lacha falls like the chachamim. And with that, we conclude Perak Gimel. Perak Dalid Mishnah Aleph, we have a detailed introduction uh, that we're going to go through before we begin the Mishnah. So, Barov HaLachos, in most of the halachos that we'll find, where Beishamai and Beishil argue, Beishamai are the ones that are machmer, they're the ones that are strict, and Beishil are mekilim, they are the ones that are lenient. Our Perak, Perak Dalid, is going to be osik in 23 halachos that where Beishamai are the ones that are being mekil, they're being lenient, the exact opposite. And Beishil are machmerim, they are the ones that are going to be strict. So we'll find 23 cases here in Perak Dalid where it's the other way around. Beishamai are going to be lenient and Beishil will be strict. And our Mishnah, Mishnah, our Mishnah can be found in the beginning of Sechta Beitza. So over here, Perak Dalid, Mishnah Aleph can be found as well in the beginning of Masechta Beitzah. It's called two different halachas. Levor halacha, to explain the first halacha, we're going to be makdim several different things. Okay, so Kasim says in the Torah, It'll be on the sixth day, meaning on Friday, prepare that which you'll bring. Meaning, Mikan, Shemitzvahachim, Biyamashishi, the Mitzvah prepare on Friday. Call to Shabbos, all the things for Shabbos. Evahuadin and Sotufi Yamtiv. That it's a Mitzvah to prepare an Arab Yamtiv, all the Tzvachi Yamtiv. Now, the In Kavanas Akasa, the Pusak's intention here is not like actual preparation to bake and to, and to cook from Arab Shabbos. Because we already said already, it says Shabbos Kodesh Lashem Machar, Eishar Taifu Eifu. That was you need to bake, bake. Veishar Tafshlu Bashlu. That was has to be cooked, cooked. So we have a different pasuk for actual things that have to be done physically. So what is this pasuk coming to teach us? El the Kavana is Lahachana Bedibor Hachana preparation with speech by your mouth. For example, you say Midvarim Elo Veilo Ani Oichal. I will eat from these things on Shabbos. We'll see exactly how it's going to play out in the Mishnah. So this is referring to Hachana Bedivarim preparation with words. When you're eating something during the weekday, you don't eat any preparation. There's no chashivas to it. That if there's a mitzvah, and there's special mitzvahs, where mechayev hachana v'hazmana prepare them, v'akach amar Torah v'hoya v'yom hashishi v'hechinu and you shall prepare. The chana t'richel yob yom hashishi v'stam yom shishi yom cholhu. So you prepare for Shabbos on yom shishi, which is Friday. Uh, the mitzvah of Hachan is always going to be on a weekday for Shabbos. And so too for Yamtiv. It's got to be on a weekday for Yamtiv. for Yamtiv. So for Shabbos, it'll always be Friday. For Yamtiv, it could be any day of the week, depending on when it falls out. 
If you have on Wednesday, you prepare on Tuesday. If it's on Tuesday, you prepare on Monday, etc. On the weekday, prepare for Shabbos. Weekday, prepare for Yom Tov. But we don't prepare on Yom Tov for Shabbos. We don't prepare Shabbos to Yom Tov. Be kind from here. Anything where there's no mitzvah hachana, or you cannot use these things on Shabbos and Yom Tov. They're not prepared. Here we go. This is called Mukta. It's separated from any kind of usage on Shabbos or on Yom Tev. That's what Mukta is. For example, Peros, you have fruit. They fall off a tree on Shabbos or they fall off a tree on Yom Tev. They are Muktzahim. The Asla often, you can't eat them and you can't even move them. You couldn't have said, I'm using this for Shabbos, I'm using this for Yom Tev because they're still on the tree then. It fell off on Shabbos or on Yom Tev. So there, your hachani preparation was not applicable. Therefore, they are moktzah, and it's forbidden to eat them, forbidden to touch them. Uh, however, the Rambam Paskins, they bring down, Interesting. The Rambam says the moktzah is only forbidden on yamtiv. Shahal of yamtiv kal, since yamtiv is lighter than Shabbos, uh, they put this prohibition in moktzah. One should not be mezalzel in yamtiv. One, one may think, look, yamtiv is lighter than Shabbos. He may come to degrade it. So the Chachamim instituted moktzah on yamtiv. Ketzad, so what's the case? What's an example? Tarnagola so medes legadal beitim. Say you have a chicken whose purpose is to lay eggs. We have an ox haomid lachrisha whose purpose is to plow the field. Vione shovach. We have a dove nest. Uperos haomdim luschera. We have fruit that are meant to be meant for for merchandise for sale. All of these items they're muktza. You can't eat them on Yom Tif until you prepare them from before and you say, and you think to yourself, and you, and you set, set aside them for eating. Meaning if the ox is meant for plowing, so you can't just shech this ox on Yom Tif because it's not meant for eating, it's meant for plowing. If you want to be eating from it, before you have to say, this ox will be for eating. By Shabbos, everything's prepared, you don't need hachana. This is the, the Ram, what the Rambam writes. Okay. Mishashinu, our Mishashinu is going to die now. Betana Goyla is a chicken. Ho'omedes l'achila that is meant for eating. She'etila beitzev yamtev. And it laid an egg on yamtev. So yes, this Tana Goyla is a chicken. We normally eat it. It's meant for eating. And in addition, now the chicken laid an egg on yamtev. on the Megagoyans, in this case, there's no, there's no muktza on the egg. Why? Sure, had Tanagolos Atva because the Tanagolos itself was prepared to be eaten. Umutul Shachet, it's mutter to Shachet, Ulavashan to cook it on Yamtiv. Shkol Eichel Nevesh, mutter to be all Eichel Nevesh permitted on Yamtiv. Avi Afa base, even the egg, Shanol W Yamtiv, those born on Yamtiv, be a dua, Shinigwe, Bugafan to Tanagolos, or Nezbal. It was completed, it was a completed product, the egg was ready inside the egg of the chicken yesterday when it was what? Weekday. Therefore, Mikan Shalafiyah, then mutter, is permitted them to eat. Even this egg on Yamtiv. Now, when do we say this? When the day before Yamtiv, Erev Yamtiv is a weekday. So we know the egg was completed during the week. So now it's a completed product during the week. On Yamtiv, I can go ahead and uh, eat the egg and shak the chicken, not a problem. When Yamtiv falls out after Shabbos. So now, here's the punchline. This egg that was born on Yamtiv, when was it a completed product? The day before. What was the day before? Shabbos. But him to Shabbos is going to prepare now for Yom Tif. And we just learned 
Ein hachana ela b'yom tov. You can only prepare from a weekday to yontif, from a weekday to Shabbos. So when yontif falls after Shabbos, and the egg was completed inside the chicken the day before, which is Shabbos, there you're going to have problems, because Shabbos does not prepare for yontif. Mikan, from here, you'll see the machlokas in our Mishnah between Beishamah and Beishilel. If we're gozer, bechol yomtif, mishum yomtif shechol yot achar Shabbos or not. Will we be gozer by all yomtifs? Uh, to a scenario of yomtif that, that comes, that falls out right after Shabbos or not. So now the Mishnah will digress. Elu devarim. The following things are from Meikulei Beishamah and Meikulei Beishilel. From the leniences of Beishamah and the stringencies of Beishilel. Beis, you have an egg. It was born on Yamtif, meaning the chicken laid it on Yamtif. We're talking about a chicken that was meant to be eaten. So the chicken's not mukta, and now it lays an egg. It's permitted to eat the chicken, and it's permitted to eat the egg on Yamtif. It's not mukta. Why? Since the chicken was prepared to be eaten, it wasn't solely meant for laying eggs, it was meant to be eaten. It also happened to lay an egg. And the egg it was prepared inside his body from the day before when it was a Yom Hose weekday. Therefore, everything is technically prepared. Eat it, gesundheit, and enjoy. One cannot eat it. You can't eat the egg on Yamtif. Why can't you eat the egg? So the chicken you could eat, according to Basil. But the egg is Mukta. You can't use it. Since if it was a case where Yamtif fell out after Shabbos, and therefore the preparation of the egg was really uh, being prepared from Shabbos, and that's forbidden, from She'ein Shabbos Mechil Yamtif, like we explained. So the Basil were geyser, that all Yom Tovin, even when it falls after a weekday, like, like standard, ought to a case of Yom Tov falls, falls out after Shabbos, and therefore the Beitzah is forbidden to be eaten on Yom Tov. However, Bishamai, the not gozer, meaning Bishamai will agree, Yom Tov falls out after Shabbos, that the egg will be mukta. But if the case is where the Yom Tov falls out after a weekday, like most scenarios, it's not mukta, and they're not gozer up to a case again after Shabbos. So here is one machlokas. Beis Hill, Beis Shammai are being lenient, Beis Hill are being strict. Beis Shammai, I'm going to continue. Se'ar bikazayas, v'chamiz bikosebes. Here's machlokas number two. Kosebes, what's a kosebes? It's a tamar, it's a date that began to uh, dry up. Shehegel hit yavesh. Ugdol hits bigger than a kazayas, but it's a little bit smaller than a kabate than an egg. And the Mishnah is coming to teach us with regards to the Isser of Chamitz and Pesach. The Bishamah hold the Shir, Isurai, of the, the Shir Isser, for Se'ar, for leaven. Shabomach means we use it to leaven the dough. It's Kazayas. And the Shir of the Isser of Chamitz is because Sabbath. However, Bishol and Bishol say, Ze'vizabakazayas. Not just Se'ar, but Av Chamitz, Chamitz as well, the Shir is a Kazayas. The Gemara explains with regards to the Isser of eating Chamitz and Pesach, even Beishamah will agree that both Zeh Vezeh is Bekazayas. Se'ar and Chamet is a Shir Kazayas. As it says, Shivas Yamim, Se'ar, Lo Yimatzi Bebateichem, Kikol Ochel Machmetzes, V'nechosah HaNefesh Himeidas Yisrael. So the Pasuk opens up with Se'ar, it concludes with Chamet to teach you that Se'ar and Chamet, same thing. So the Kashir Shel Zeh is Kashir Shel Zeh. So where's the Machlokas? Lo'nechko Beishamah Beishil Al-El with regards to the Indian of beer to destroy the Chamet from your home. As it says, V'lo yira lecha, it should not be seen to you, chametz. V'lo yira lecha, it should not be seen to you, se'ar b'chal g'vulecha. So b'shamay hold that since the Torah writes, b'inyan beer, gam se'ar, v'gam chametz, it says, v'lo yira lecha chametz, v'lo yira lecha se'ar. So harizah b'la hashem, you know, it's coming to teach us, she'ein she'ir o'shazak, she'ir o'shazak. The shirim are not the same, they're different. 
Even though the Torah made them equal with regards to eating, with regards to beer, the Torah did not make them equal. However, Se'ar that will leaven the dough, that shear is with the Kazayas. But with regards to Chomets, they were lenient. Ella b'shir of a kosevas only the shir of a kosevas. Rabbi Yisrael Saivim shall made them beer meachila. Learn out beer from achila. The af l'inyan beer zevazeb because both of them the shir will be with a kazai.